Welcome to a big episode, episode 20 of the Sports Bible Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael. And we're co- other co-host, Jackson. It's the big 2-0 episode. Uh, you know, 20 weeks of this show. I love it. Every every Monday, come out, record. Every Tuesday, you guys get to go out and listen to it. Um, start off again, Brantford News tomorrow. Girls start their provincial run at uh, in Vaughn. Uh, no, it's... Group- it's the 30th, Is right? <laughs> Is it the 30th? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Wednesday, sorry. Wednesday, my Wednesday. Bad. Wednesday, Wednesday. My bad. My apologies. My apologies. That's why I have a co-host here, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't remember the group. I think it's them, Humber, St. Clair, and I forget the other one. Um, obviously, good luck to the girls out there. Um, of course. I will... I think I'm trying to gonna make the trip. Um, don't know. I'm gonna talk to some some people who's gonna wants to go, but you know, all, anyone who's listening to this, uh, who's Lloyd Branford, go out there, make the trip, uh, support. It's this get to watch history in the making. No one's from Branford Lloyd's ever been the provincials. Uh, unfortunately for us, we had to make it, but next year, next year's a promise. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold that to it. Um, but yeah, that covers uh Pretty much that covers Brantford news again. Um, <laughs> next week, next week we got no Brantford news to talk about, which is going to be sad. But um, we're we're near the end of uh, our first season, but uh, we'll we'll come back and we'll have a uh, Brantford news starting in September again. So uh, we're going to jump right to uh, I think I think the biggest news that in Canada in general is the uh, first time in thirty six years. We are finally going to the World Cup. Uh, I know, I know, we're hosting it in 2026, but it's good to get us some experience. Um, yes, sir. Um, Alfonso Davies is looking like he's coming back to play for Bayern, which is good. So that means he will be eligible to play for Canada in the World Cup um, starting next year, near in the winter. I think November or December. Uh, but I'm excited. Uh, the team team looked good. We should have scored seven, eight. I think yesterday, I uh, watched the highlights today, missed chances, uh, and we got we to gotta clean those up because in the World Cup, we're versing teams, top-tier teams, like the best of the best. Uh, we got to take our chances every time we get a shot. So, um, as I said before, in a couple episodes, I said, you know, Canada's going to shock the world. We're going to make it to round of 16, even maybe quarterfinals. Um, I think we're one of those underdogs that we're going to be overlooked, slept on. Um, but I'm just excited to be a Canadian to finally get soccer on the map. Um, what are your thoughts on the game and reaching the World Cup for once? Yeah, I think it was well-deserved. Um, you know, we dominated our group. We really put out a strong showing. Basically, you know, every game other than that, you know, that loss that we had. But um, I'm really proud of the guys. Um, I know a lot of people didn't think we'd, we'd make it there. So I'm happy Canada was able to do that. I wish, obviously, that, you know, Alfonso was was playing, but it shows the the spirit and the the depth that the Canadian team has. Um, Hoylette played amazing. Uh, so did Kyle Laren, as usual. And um, we got a good, strong core, and I think we can, we can do a good showing in the World Cup. Uh, I'm just excited to see to see where things go from here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. What do you got him uh, in the World Cup? You got him out of the group stage. Think you think we're out in the group stage? I think we we should make it out of the group stage. 
it's it's gonna be tough. Um, but obviously we still have to see the the seeding and all of that. You know, some groups are easier than than others. That 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 always happens. Uh, but every team, you know, every team is tough in the World Cup, so we'll have to see. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna keep my my prediction. I think we're making it to the round of sixteen, um, baby quarters. Um, I just think we have that. You know, I think we I think this whole year and throughout this Concacaf Cup and the qualification, um, I think we just we were slept on the whole time. I think even we're still slept on, even though we're leading the group. Um, I just think we're going to use that fire to um, play in the World Cup, um, you know, go against teams, maybe hold them to a draw, hold them to, you know, one nothing defeat, uh, grab three points. Um, I think this is we're going to have that Cinderella, Cinderella uh, run. Um, and I think we're going to shock the world like we just did this year. Um, it sucked out. You know, we could have got in quicker if we didn't lose to Costa Rica, but you know, I knew coming against Jamaica that uh, they were a strong team. I knew that we, we were going to make it in no matter what. doesn't matter if we lost Costa Rica or not. I think, you know, we proved it this whole year. It was a packed stadium at BMO. I think it was at mm-hmm. BMO yesterday. Packed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, speaking of Cinderella stories, um, you know, St. Peter's run is unfortunately over. Um Elite eight, they made it as a 15 seed, you know, knocking off Kentucky, knocking off uh, who else did they beat? Yeah, I know they beat Kentucky first. Did they beat Michigan or no? No, that no, was that, UCLA. That, that was Villanova. Villanova. Um, I, you know, it, it doesn't even matter who they beat. You know, any any team they went up against, they were, they were the underdogs. So, um, you know, great run, elite eight. Mm-hmm. Um We've had some great Cinderella runs before, uh, Loyola Chicago, uh, UMB. Um, crazy um, to think, you know, and that's why I love March Madness. It doesn't matter what, where you're at seating-wise, you're going to – it's it's kind of like watching the Prem, you know. It doesn't matter what team you go against. It doesn't matter how – if they're ranked last or they're ranked first, anyone can win. That's the beauty of March Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, North Carolina, congrats to them. I didn't think I didn't have them this far. I think as an eight seed, I didn't, I didn't expect them to make it this far. I thought they were out first round. Um, but we finally get to see Duke versus North Carolina. That's gonna be a great match in the final four. And the other side, you got Villanova against uh, Kansas. Kansas. Kansas, yeah, Kansas. That's it. That's it. I know. Um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a March Madness without a, at least a number one seed in the final four. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I got. I think I got Duke, Duke against Kansas. Um, you know, Villanova always has a good team every year. They always, yeah. they always put out a great, great team. But I think Duke versus Kansas is going to be. I think that's my prediction. Um, I think, I think Coach K is going to end it off with the his last year with a national championship again. Um, yep. Yep. Um, I don't know. That that's just my prediction. What do you got for the final four? I think I think it'll be a Duke Villanova. Um, championship um i do think duke will win it all you know coach k will get his championship uh retire the best way he can but the reason why i feel like that kansas villanova game is going to be more of a bang out than usc unc and duke 
I think they're kind of evenly matched. They got they got good players on both sides. Um, that game, I believe, is on Saturday. I think both are on Saturday, right? Yeah, April second, Saturday. So I'm waiting yeah, to see uh, for that. <laughs> I'm waiting to see. I that. You know, I think I think Duke North Carolina is going to be one of the big games. Um, I'm hoping they provide a another fantastic Final Four game like we saw last year when it was Gonzaga versus UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think Duke you, NC is gonna. If there's one team, one game is gonna do. It, I think it's gonna be that game. I think that they get two teams, two rivalries, haven't versed each other ever in, in the NCAA tournament before. Um, you know, it sucks that you know the uh, former coach retired last year. I've got to saw Coach K against I forget the guy's name. I don't, I don't think it's Dean Smith. Um, and this is Dean Smith. I think it is. Maybe. No um, idea. Um, I don't think it is because I think Dean Smith coached Jordan. I don't think – I think the guy came in after. Um, either way, Duke, North Carolina, always a rivalry there. Um, doesn't matter where they play at. That's And, and having them in the Final Four, it's crazy. Now, it would have been better if it was a championship. But, you know, Final Four will take it. I'm hoping we get one of those games, a Zaga versus UCLA game. I think Duke, as I said, Duke North Carolina has the best chance, I think, to do it. Um, and it's just, I think, oh, I don't know, overall, I think I think the March Madness, it's great that it's in March, but I think it just goes way too fast. You know, we're already at the Final Four. It's been two weeks. Not yeah. Even. Um, it's a tournament I wish would be longer, but um, it's something to look forward to. Uh, you know, I think – Besides the World Cup, I think, I think that's for me at least. I think that's the most. I think that's one of the best tournaments that in sports. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was World Cup, and then it goes March Madness. I know you can talk about you know playoffs. Playoffs are a tournament technically. Basketball, football, those are technically tournaments. Um, but I think, I think World Cup. I think March Madness beats the Euros too. Just because we don't we don't get to see everyone playing, which kind of sucks. But uh, what do you think? Like, you think the World Cup is the best tournament out there? Yeah, I the format, the way the way it all comes together. I think no one compares to the World Cup. Um, obviously, there's drama in every sport, right? So you're always gonna have your storylines and stuff like that. And thankfully, you always have those, you know, Cinderella stories where, you know, a team that no one thinks is going to make it, you know, they they bring out, you know, their best performances and they can do something special. But I feel like because the World Cup on, it's kind of like everybody watches the World Cup, even if you don't watch, you know, footy, you can still support your country, you know, so you'll you'll watch a game here and there. Whereas if it's basketball, it's very, you know, it's, it's college based, right? You either love it if you you either watch it if you love, you know, basketball or if you just love college basketball. Um, you're not really going, you're not supporting a country, right? Since it's so specific. So that's why I feel like the World Cup gets a lot more love. Um, obviously, there's more teams um, involved, so it can it can apply to more people. But NC, the NCAA March Madness, it's very I think just the hype of it all, 
is kind of what glorifies it. Not that it's a bad thing, but the, the hype is really where um, you see all the like potential come to fruition. You know what I mean? So you remember when like last year or was it two years ago when Zion was in it? Two years ago, right? Uh, no, that's three. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Three? I think it's wow. 2018. 2018, I want to say. Oh, okay, no. okay, okay. Uh, 2019. Because Zion's been in the league. Moran's been in the league, what, three years? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so 2019. Okay. So, but even, yeah, with that, like, he had all these expectations, the hype, and then we saw what happened. But throughout the season, I feel like no one really cares about college basketball. And then March Madness comes, and then everybody starts to care again. Unless you're a true fan. Do you agree or... No. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You won't catch you watching a college basketball game just because it's on TV. Um, mm. Definitely, definitely feel that it has to be um, March Madness for me to watch a college basketball game. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to football, college football, I'll, I'll sit down and watch. Um, if it's like an I don't know LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, you know, I'll, I'll sit down and watch that if it's just a regular season game, but. Uh, I think I think I think that's why I think World Cup is better. Just because a lot of people watch the qualifying rounds to get into the World Cup, mm-hmm. um, they, they'll watch mm, not really international friendlies, but you know the qualifying rounds is just as important as World Cup. Um, it's a tournament still, it's still a tournament based style uh, going on. Like right now, we still have a World Cup qualifying tournament right now. Um, you know, and, you know, I kind of want to touch base on, on that right now is, you know, how do you go from winning the Euros to not make it the World Cup again? Uh, I don't know what is what is with Italy. Embarrassing. I <laughs> <laughs> just like a, a complete meme. Um, you miss the World Cup, you come back, you win the Euros, you come back and you miss the World Cup. Um, you know, hats off to North Macedonia. Um, you know. Portugal, I think, has more more North Macedonia. I want to say, um, you know, Portugal had a, had a good game against Turkey. I kind of watched some of that game, um, but it's just how do you go from playing as like the best team in Europe, winning the Euros, and then going to do this in the World Cup? It's 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 i don't even know you know i'm speechless you take it away because i i don't say about this it's it's kind of if anything it's just funny like because you know after they missed the last um qualifier for the world cup that's when they went on that unbeaten um undefeated run right so they went on that run they won the euros um and then when it came to the qualifier they lost (laughs) And when it really mattered most, not that the Euros don't matter, obviously, but we all know the World Cup is the one that people care about more and which obviously holds a, a, a bigger, you know, a bigger achievement than the Euros. So when you don't make that now twice in a row, like it's been eight years since we've seen Italy at the World Cup, it's like you guys did all of that for what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Italians are very, you know, disappointed. I know Woodbridge is very sad <laughs> right now. <laughs> because of Woodbridge. <laughs> uh, it, it happens, you know, it happens. They were, th- they were talking a lot. 
they, they, uh, I'm sure you have some Italian friends, but oh, they, yeah. they, were, they were talking a lot. So yeah, yeah, and now look now, now look here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't make the biggest tournament in the world, you know. Yeah, you can make the Euros. Whoop de do? Who cares? It's Euros. It's like the Copa America. Mm-hmm. Um, but you gotta make the World Cup. You can't yeah, be man. going as winning the Euros and then not making the World Cup. It's just unreal. Um, I'm pretty sure. They, I'm pretty sure they missed the World Cup a couple of times. I want to say I was. Uh, there was a timeline I I saw on on uh, social media. Um, you know, I think they've won the World Cup three times. I want to say, um, or two, two or three times. Um, and then 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 you go like this, and it's just, you know, it doesn't help that you're going to be losing. Uh, Two center backs, a couple of defenders. Your, your your defense is getting old. Um, you won't have the stars anymore, um, and now you got to wait another four years to qualify for the World Cup. Um, you know, it'd be funny if they they go back and they win the Euros again back to back. I know. Nah. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe you know something's just built for different different tournaments. You know, I think Italy and maybe Italy's just built for the Euros. You know, maybe they can't compete against uh, you know North Macedonia. You know, obviously they can't. Uh, and to even, I mean, like to even lose against North, I'm not saying North North Macedonia is a team not to, you know, but comparing them to Italy, it's on paper it should be. Three, four, nothing defeat. I mean, win. Um, you know, to lose sucks, but to lose, you know, one nil. You know, to not score any goals in the ninety minutes mm-hmm. against a team like that, um, and then to let one in in the ninety what seven minute. Uh, it's it's like where's where's the attack? You know. Obviously, the defense was there. They didn't let any goals in for 97 minutes. But where's the attack? Where's their Jorginho? Where's the Immobile? Um, where's their um, Chiesa? You know, like, where is, where, where is, where's, where are all these guys that showed out in the Euros? Like, what happened to them? Um, you know, Jorginho came off a stellar year last year. And now, now, where is he? No one talks about it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, it's... There, it was. It was just funny to see them lose. It was just ironic how the how you can go win the Euros, which is a still still a major tournament in the world, and then to not make the World Cup. It just blows my mind about that. Uh, yeah, they're. Uh, um, I know people were talking about Mancini, you know, the manager of Italy, if he's going to get uh, fired, but. It's it's likely I saw the report uh, this morning. It's likely he's gonna stay. So he did obviously help them win that Euro Championship. So he has that for himself. But uh, it's really disappointing to see, especially since Italy is obviously one of the big teams, right? That we're used to seeing. They've won it. I I did double check. They won it four times. Four. So, okay. You know we're used to the Italy, the Germany, the Spain, the France. Uh, the Brazil, you know, those are the big teams we expect every every World Cup to to show up. 
So it's pretty disappointing that they won't be there. But, you know, Portugal have a good chance now. Um, I know people were, a lot of Portuguese people were worried because they didn't have uh, Cancelo. Um, they didn't have Renato Sanchez. You know, some of their key guys were missing, but they handled their business against Turkey and then believed their next game is against, so obviously, yeah, North Macedonia on Tuesday tomorrow. So we'll see about that. I wanted to talk about quickly uh, Nigeria versus Ghana. I'm not sure if you were able to watch that game. Uh, no, no, I did not. Okay, okay. It was a tie. Uh, no, no. Um, this is a big, big, big game for the African community. <laughs> Me, Nigeria, and myself, we, uh, we, we, we really need to go to the World Cup. Obviously, one, for bragging rights, of course. <laughs> but two, um, this is bigger than football. This is, you know, like, <laughs> this is bigger than football. We, we, really, we really need this. So the game was, it was pretty interesting. Um, it was kind of back and forth game. I feel like both teams should have scored. Um, but Nigeria looked to close it out tomorrow, you know, at home. So we will see where things go from there. Yeah, uh, I was going to touch touch on that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about every World Cup, but I love watching the African teams play. I don't know what it is. Uh, they just bring they just bring a different energy. Um, they're always always underdogs, um, but it's just that fire they bring. Um, and I always always root for the underdogs. Um, that one year when what was it? I think Ghana made it to the round. What was it? Round sixteen. Oh, I um, think it was twenty. I think it was twenty fourteen World Cup. Yeah, I, I think it was the or, semifinal or the quarterfinal. Yeah. They use the quarterfinal. Um, you know, Ghana's using it, and I, I love watching Ghana play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, don't, don't ask any of the players, but I just love, love watching him play. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with Nigeria. You know, you have Musa. You got, you know, I'm, as an Arsenal fan, Alex Iwobi. Um, you, you know, I don't know, just and their their kits, hands down, one of the best kits in the world. Uh, easily, yeah. easily, easily, you know, the the, the kind of like the Celtic kit. You got the green, the white, uh, just a beautiful kit. Um, you know, I love watching just the underdogs. Um, the African teams always bring the fire, uh, like South Africa in 2010, um, Ghana, you got Nigeria, you know, Algeria, Egypt, um, all those teams, you know, everyone doesn't look at them as top teams, but they are, you know, um, some of those teams come out of the, um, the AFCON Cup, you know, top like Senegal, um, just as you, as you talked about before, beating Egypt in the finals, um, and it's 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 good to see the evolution and the um, the growing of African players in today's game in any league. Um, we're seeing the progression of them. Um, some of the top players in the world. Or African players, uh, I don't know. I just feel like they they deserve more respect. You know, a lot of African teams deserve more respect in the World Cup, um, especially Nigeria, especially Ghana, especially Cameroon. You know, those are the Ivory Coast. Those are the teams that those four teams I named are usually the teams 
in it every year. Uh, you know, I used to love watching Cameroon with even uh, Samuel Eto, Ivory Coast. I used to cheer for Ivory Coast all the time. You know, Didi Drogba, Yaya Toure, Jovino, Colo uh, Toure. Um, mm. Just great players. And they just don't get the, uh, the attention they need and they, they, they need and deserve. So, um, obviously, I won't be upset with which the other team gets in. I'm hoping Nigeria and, and Ghana can get in at the same time. I don't know if that's possible. It's not. It's not. No, no, no. Say, no. <laughs> yeah, because they have to play each other. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, um, so one of them, one country is going to be very, very disappointed. <laughs> I, you know, uh, nothing against, you know, Ghana, but I don't, mm-hmm. I, as, as an Arsenal fan, I, I want to be, he will be in the, in the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> so, and, you know, uh, Musa is just the way he plays and the speed. Uh, I don't know. Just something about, you know, fast guys on the pitch. I just love watching Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the way they can get from one one side of the field to the next in a matter of seconds is crazy. So um, I'm gonna go for Nigeria. I'm gonna support. I'm gonna support you and your country. I'm gonna support actually Wobi. Um, sure. So, um, but yeah, I just think in the World Cup, they're those are the teams that just are going to be underdogs. They're going to shock the world like they do. Um, and I think Canada's going to join them. So, uh, yeah, I just, want to, I just want to touch on that. As you yes, sir. On Nigeria, so. Um, yes, I think, uh, what else? You know, I think we're going to move from the pitch to the court. Um, I know we talked about last episode. Um, we finished off with the argument of, is LeBron going to reach... Is he going to be Kareem? Is he not going to be Kareem? You said yes. I said no. Uh, you know, he's at 37,000 points. Um, I think, what is Kareem at? 38, 7, 6? I have I no believe. idea what he's at. Um, either way, will he do it? He's on his last year. I think this is his little, I think he's what he got. Two more years left or last year with LA coming up? He has one more year, I think. One more year, okay, okay. So um, that's when Bron is. Bron is going to be in the league, not this year, but next year. So he's got to rack up. He's technically got one more season left. Um, can he put up the points? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's LeBron has like LeBron's what thirty-seven. LeBron will play till forty. You think so? so? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like he has. Obviously, he still has this season. If they make the playoffs, you know, that's more games for him. Um, and then next season. And then we'll have one more season for sure. He he can have three more seasons. He can have three more seasons. And that's enough time for him to break the record. So, yeah, he's at 30, 37,024. And Kareem is at 38,387. So... See, three seasons to score over a thousand points. You you can you can do that. You can do that. It's just like it's just I don't know the the past couple of seasons he has been out with injury. Um, we have, we haven't true. seen Le, we haven't seen LeBron getting injured before. He played eighteen seasons straight with no injuries. Um, but recently he's been getting injured a lot. Uh, he said that his ankle felt horrible yesterday against. Don't want to mention it, but the 23 blown lead against Pelicans. Um, Embarrassing. 
<laughs> yeah, don't want to talk about those. Okay. Uh, he said he said his ankle felt horrible. Um, is he any more injury uh, injured? Um, I think his body and age is catching up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's still putting off immaculate numbers. At the 37 years old, he's I think I think he's leading the league in points right now. With that 29. Um, yeah. And you know. I'm right now. I'm gonna say no, just because I don't trust him being consistently healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's it's proven over the past couple of years that he hasn't been healthy and he's missed some games. I think last year it was brutal. He missed about twenty to thirty games last year. Um, this year he's missed a couple of games. Um, so and, you know if he if he ends the season with less than a thousand points behind. Kareem, then I'll say yes, he'll break it. Um, but again, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he has, if he's retiring, retiring after he plays one one year with the Sun. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but as of right now, I'm going to say no, just because of the, I don't trust him being healthy enough. Uh, you say yes. Obviously, there's reasons behind it. You know, it's LeBron. He can put up points. He's got three seasons left. Um and it's, he can easily score a thousand points in the season, even above. He, he could probably put up two thousand points a season. Um, he's done it in his prime in Miami and Cleveland. He's put up those numbers before. Um, but as of right now, I, I don't, I don't see it. Um, but I, I can definitely see your point of why you said he'll make it hundred percent. Yeah, I and I also feel like he won't retire until he until he breaks the record. Um, <laughs> okay. Just if he, I know a lot of NBA pundits and you know sports analysis analysis have said if he becomes first all time, then the argument for goat is you know I guess not an argument anymore. And you know people always argue the rings because right now what LeBron's at four. Yep, and, and he's at four MVPs. Four MVPs. He's got mm. four finals. Mm. What do you think? Do you think he has to match MJ or it doesn't matter when it comes to the rings? Obviously factoring in everything else, but do you think, let's say LeBron finishes with five. So yep. five uh, and five finals MVPs. Obviously we know Jordan has six and six finals MVPs. And, and LeBron becomes first all time for a scoring. Is he undisputedly the GOAT or no? I don't think so. Um, obviously, this is the debate that's been on for years now. Uh, um, I just, it's tough. You know, Jordan missed, you know, you missed two seasons. You retired from 94 to 96, I want to say, um, or 93 to 95. Whatever. Anyways, he he missed he missed two seasons. Um, we don't know if he you know. I believe if he didn't retire, they would have won eight eight in a row. That's just my thought. Um, that would have been eight championships, eight Finals MVP, um, eight known Finals. Um, you know, LeBron's. I think MJ played. How LeBron's what nineteen year nineteen? Yes. 
Yeah. Right. Jordan played how many seasons? Jordan, I believe, played. Because he retired in 03. Washington. Yeah, okay. Um, obviously, 17 seasons, he missed. He missed two of them. That would have been. Played 15. 15. Okay, 15. He missed two, would have been 17. Um, and this son, what is he at? He's at what? He's ties Jordan's what top five in scoring top or top. Yes, he's number five. Yeah, in fifteen seasons, six, uh, six finals, six and oh, six and yeah. finals MVP. It's five, ridiculous. <laughs> five league MVPs. Um, he's also won, I think, two defensive player of the years. He's uh, don't know how many. I don't know how many all stars he's got. Um, I think he's got. 14 14 yeah yeah because i don't think i don't think he made his rookie season mm-hmm. um he dropped what 64 as a rookie no he dropped 64 against boston in the playoffs um it's and then the way he put basketball basketball on the map uh, especially chicago in the 90s yeah unreal um the jordan Bryant, obviously um you know, you know, we can we can talk stats. That's that's LeBron all day, hands down, hands down. LeBron all day. Um, I think Jordan finished his career. His career. Um, what over 30, 30 points per game, averaging? Yeah, averaging thirty. Yeah, um, LeBron's out. LeBron's a solid 27, 28, 9 yeah. and nine. I'd say nine and eight, eight and nine, whatever. Um, you know, stats all day is LeBron, obviously, points wise. You know, you can talk stats all day, and it's going to be LeBron. I can't argue that. Um, but I'm talking about impact on the game 15 seasons. Um, almost half of those, he's walking away with a, a award, at least an award. If it's finals MVP, if it's fi- MVP, if it's uh, championship, if it's defensive of the year, um, he's in one of the best two-way guards to ever play the game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's going to be tough. You know, yeah, you, you can give LeBron the most points in the uh, – ever, ever in the, in the game of basketball, but he's he's going to take how, – how many years is he going to take him? Let's just say he breaks it in year – I don't know, year 20, year 21. It, it took 21, 21 – uh, years to to beat that it took. You know, MG's been out of the league since '03, and he's still top five scoring. Um, mm-hmm. It's unreal. Um, he would have had even more points. MG's at what thirty three thousand? I want to say. MJ is at thirty two thousand. Thirty two. You give him two more seasons, he's putting up. I don't know over, and he's averaging. His career average is 30, 30 points per game. He, let's just say yeah. he those two seasons in his prime, because 94, 95, still in his prime, if he didn't mm-hmm. go play baseball. Um, he's averaging, what, 32, 33 a game. Yeah. Um, in yep. those two easily. seasons, that's easily over 2,000, or 2,000 points mm-hmm. um, a season. That's, what, 36? He's at 36,000 points. Yep. Um, close, even close to 30, 37,000. Let's just say this, it's not too, it's definitely going to be over 2,000 uh, points yeah. both years. So you add those two together. Let's see, you know, he's at 37,000, uh, almost 38. 
and at seven and that took him 17 seasons that's <laughs> if he didn't retire you know and he, and yeah. then he walks away with let's just say eight championships eight uh, finals mvp um yeah, that then it would be undisputed. Then it's <laughs> I, to me. To me, I think I think it is still undisputed. You know, we got a lot of Braun people bringing up. Oh, LeBron's a player. He's more. He's more dominant. Look at the stats. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, I can use the rings against them. I can use the MVPs against them. I can use the finals MVPs against them. I can use the six and zero finals against them. Um, but you gotta know, um, you know, without, um, I don't know, without. <laughs> I think without Jordan, you don't we don't get the Kobe's, we don't get the LeBrons, we don't get the Dirks, we don't get the Tim Duncans, we don't get the, you know, Kevin Durant. We don't get those players without Jordan. I think Jordan put not only Chicago on the map, but he put the whole basketball world on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was said in the documentary, um, the Jordan brand exploded. Um, you know, everyone every. You talk to anyone that's been drafted after, I don't know, 2000, you're, you're going to be, oh, yeah, my idol was Jordan. Yeah. No one's going to say, oh, yeah, I looked up to Kareem. I looked up to Magic. I looked up to Larry Bird. No, no. They're, they're going to see Jordan through and through. Kobe, he was drafted in 96. Still looked up to Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people could say, yeah, Kobe was, Kobe was, I looked up to Kobe. There's a lot of young players who say, yeah. Um, you know why they say that? Because his play style was a replica of Jordan. He copied everything Jordan did. Are you, was he as great as Jordan? No. Um, was he close as Jordan? No. That's LeBron. LeBron's closer than to Jordan than Kobe will. At Kobe is. Um, but the reason why they talk about oh Jordan, I look at the Jordan, I look at the Kobe, is because Jordan. You know the reason why they look at the Kobe is because his game was exactly like Jordan. All these young players. Maybe like Scotty Barnes or Lamelo Ball, Lonzo, Zion, um, you know, Ken Reddish, anyone that's been drafted in the past six, five to six years, they all they're all gonna say Kobe because they grew up watching Kobe, but they didn't grow up watching Jordan. Yeah, they could have, you know, they probably watched Kobe when in the two thousands. Uh-huh. That's when Jordan was in Washington, not putting up. <laughs> the numbers they used to be so they, they never saw how jordan played in chicago um and the reason why they say oh yeah look kobe is because you know that's the closest thing to jordan is kobe um and I, I don't know i just think basketball wouldn't be the same without jordan jordan changed the whole game obviously lebron did too not saying he didn't obviously you know there's a lot of game changes curry changed the game and uh, you know shooting support now lebron changed the game and dominance and being just an all-around versatile, versatile player. You have to be not shown to be like, you have to be able to play any position because LeBron, that's how versatile he was. Um, but none of this would have been capable if Jordan wasn't playing the game. Um, and to, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's the biggest what ifs. What if you, what if he didn't retire? You know, that's the biggest what ifs, I think. Um, same thing with Kobe. What if Kobe, Never lost to Detroit, you know. He would have put him at that's four straight. What if Kobe had never lost to Boston? You know, that's five championships. And then he then he goes back to back. He finishes with seven, you know, and he finishes with three finals MVP. What if Kobe would have won those MVPs over Steve Nash? He would have finished with three league MVPs. He would have finished with seven 
championships, probably three or four finals MVPs. Where would where would he sit if you never, you know, you would have went seven and zero in the in the finals. Those it's just what ifs. Um, same thing with LeBron. What if LeBron never lost the finals? You know, you went yeah. eight, <laughs> you, you went you went the eight straight. What if you never lost? What if you know? But Curry came in. What if Curry? I don't know. What if Curry won those finals MVPs? Where where would he be sitting? What if Curry won all all, all of his championships? So um, I just think the game of basketball wouldn't be the same without Jordan. And that's yeah, just no. undis- I think it's just undisputed. You know, none of these players would have been where they at. The attention of these players wouldn't have been definitely that without Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I, to me, I think it's just undisputed. I think no matter what LeBron does, um, <laughs> I think Jordan, no one's gonna have the impact ever. I yeah I agree I agree with a lot of the statements you made it's it's like there is obviously in a debate a debate for it but I just think Jordan's Jordan's argument is stronger right now than LeBron's um they talk about you know the greatest player does does being this might be this might sound like a dumb question but does being the greatest player of all time make you the greatest of all time? Does being the greatest player of all time make you? Because in theory, right? Like when you think about it, it it should, right? If I'm the greatest player of all time, you have to say I'm the GOAT, right? But <laughs> I feel like in basketball, people want to use the argument of, okay, LeBron's the greatest all-around player of all time. But he's oh, not the greatest okay. player of all time. You know what I mean? Okay. I think, yeah, I think okay, that's yeah, yeah. the that's the argument. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've seen I've seen those posts. Mm-hmm. It's like LeBron's the greatest all-around player, but LeBron Jordan's the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's fun, like it's funny, right? Like, yeah, what do you want the all-around player to be the yeah. greatest, but he's not? Yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. Um. I mean. I'm not going to like go back and because I, my argument when I was talking about LeBron yeah, is yeah, that yeah. he's yeah. the most versatile player we've seen mm-hmm. play any position. And that's why he changed the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he's probably one of the best players all around. Um, and when it comes to position wise, um, we talking about just the greatest player at a certain position or just in the game of basketball, Jordan, and, and and I don't know. It, it, that's that's tough to argue because, like like now now I see where you come from. Like as as you said, it should be all around player should be the greatest of all time, but it's not. Uh, and yeah, people people do use that a lot. People people use the stats a lot. They use about. I mean, obviously, yeah, stats can be more. LeBron's played four more seasons than Jordan. Um, that's. Sorry, I'm putting my language. So that's a shit ton more points and shit ton more rebounds and assists and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's four extra years of having a shot at the championship and having a shot of MVPs and stuff. So, uh, obviously, he's gonna be a better all around player. He's played at least played longer duration. Um, but the fact that you can retire for two years at baseball, haven't touched the basketball in two years, make a movie, <laughs> make a movie, and then go and win three more championships. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> is unreal, you know. That's yeah. just it's it's it was a pure gift that Jordan had. Um, you know, LeBron went to go 
make Space Jam 2 and come back, and now he's a 10th seed. So, <laughs> what can you really say about that? You know, Jordan, I don't know. He just had a gift. You know, some days it didn't seem like he was trying. And it was yeah, just, man. It, it was scary. It was just scary. And he didn't, that's one guy you didn't want to piss off. Yeah. Because yeah. hands down, he can go and drop 50 to 60 if you want to. And like Jordan, I don't know. If you, I don't know. Jordan could just do anything in the game basketball. You tell him to do anything, he'll do it. Dunk, shoot, play up, assist, defend, block, hustle, you know, drop 50, he'll do it. Um, that was just his mentality. He didn't like losing. And it's just, I don't know. I, I, I think people overlook that a lot, that this man literally went to go play baseball for two years, come back, <laughs> make a movie while in uh, his first season back, and then go and win three championships in a row. Uh, yeah, Jordan Jordan's built different, man. Yeah. Um, He's really built different. Like, yeah, people would say, well, yeah, he, he wouldn't do anything without Pippen, just points proven, like, you know, you know, he didn't win anything without Pippen until Pippen got there, blah, 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 blah. Um, Jordan didn't really understand, he didn't really get the grasp of the game until I'd say he was drafted in, what, 84, I want to say, somewhere in early, early 80s. He didn't really pick up the game, like, really get the grasp of it. I mean, obviously he did. Um, he missed the playoffs his first season. But, you know, to go in there and drop 64 against Boston, um, you know, obviously he, he couldn't get past the Pistons um, in the 80s. But, you know, I feel, you know, if it didn't matter. I just felt like if Jordan didn't have Pippen or Rodman, he, he, he still would have won those championships. doesn't matter what. He had a he, – he built the team that he trusted, Steve Kerr. Um, I forget that European guy, the international guy. I forget his name. Um, oh, Tony you know, Kukoc? Yeah. He had he had players that he trusted, and he knew they can get the job done. Um, yeah, sure, Scotty and Rodman helped. I'm sure it did. But, you know, he did it without Rodman. Rodman came in, I'm going to say, 95 or 96. When Jordan came back, that's when he came to Chicago. Um, and what happened when he left? Pippen couldn't take the lead. They lost to Houston. Um, you know, that team needed Jordan. Doesn't matter. You know, Jordan didn't need Jordan didn't need Scotty. Scotty needed Jordan. I think that's the that's the argument I want to make. Um, and it's proven. Jordan left. Scotty wanted to take the team. He had two years to do it, didn't do anything with it. Jordan came back. What happens? They went through championships. Um, <laughs> um, it's simple. You know, Jordan needs Scotty. Scotty needed Jordan. Um, simple. Yeah, you know? man. Uh, I, same thing. LeBron didn't need any, LeBron didn't need anyone either. But whatever. But still, well, LeBron kind of, definitely needed someone. But that, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you've seen it. LeBron took that. Yeah. Uh, was 2018 when it was just by himself? Took the oh finals. yeah, yeah, the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had no one there. He took him with him. Um, obviously, he took him to the playoffs. He made him like a, a number one seed. I don't know. You look at the roster. That's a horrible team when he first started out in 2007. 
horrible. Um, but everyone in their and everyone in their war in their life is gonna need someone. Mm-hmm. Have to. They didn't have to. You know, Kobe needed Shaq. Obviously, Kobe proved that he didn't need Shaq when he won it by himself back to back years. Not back to back years. Yeah, back to back years. Um, you know, Shaq did it, but Shaq had Dwayne Wade and he had Kobe. I'm sure Shaq can do it by himself if he wanted to. It, 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 at that time, it was hard for a center to do everything by himself, but I'm sure he can do it. Uh, LeBron needed Kyrie. Jordan, you know, it helped that, you know, I, it helped that he had Pippen and Robin. That didn't say he needed him, but maybe he did. Um, all these, you know, Magic had Kareem. Um, I think who, who did Bird have? I don't think Bird had oh. anyone. Whoa, whoa. Bird had a whole team. What do you mean? Or, 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 or who do you have? Yeah, no, Kevin or, McHale. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I knew you were Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was, was... was looking with Helvetrack, but that's that was Bill Russell. Yeah, he also had, yeah. uh, what was it, Robert Parrish? Oh, okay. Okay, um, never mind. Scratch that. Who, okay, Bird, Bird, had, Bird yeah. had people. Bird had point is, Point is, all these legendary people had a superstar with them. So... The argument of Jordan needed Pippen throw out the window. Uh-huh. Every yeah. every superstar every superstar had another superstar beside him to help win championships. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wade had Shaq in 06. Um, LeBron had D Wade in two, 2012 and 13. You know, Duncan had Rob uh, David Robinson, Duncan had Ginobili and Parker. Uh, uh-huh. Shaq had Kobe. Um, Curry had Clay. Like, you know, Kawhi had Lowry and Gasol, you know, like the argument is, is dumb. You know, I'm sure who did Akeem have? Did Akeem have Clyde Drexler? I don't think he played for Houston. Did Akeem they, won have... they won in 94, 95 when Jordan was left. They went back to back here. I know Akeem, had, Akeem must have had someone on his team. I don't know if Clyde moved from Portland to Houston. Or no, Dominic Wilkins. He, he retired. Hakeem, who did he have? They had like. I'm sure he had someone that was like relevant. So they had Robert Ori. I remember that. Sam okay. Cassell. Um, they had Kenny the Jet Smith. That's my guy. <laughs> They didn't have anybody too crazy. I think they just had really, they had really good role players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really you know, good you know, role you know, Yeah, okay. Okay, maybe maybe Akeem's the only exception. I'll make the only exception with Akeem. But you're still, you know, you had, I don't know, Robert Jorge, who once once about the luckiest career in the, in the, in the NBA. Look at Robert Jorge. Big what shot, Bob. Yeah, what is what is he got? He has like, what, nine championships? He has seven. Seven, yeah. San Antonio, <laughs> Chicago, Houston. Um, just jump around. Yeah, 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 jump. He just jumped around, and he <laughs> he got championships. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's why that's why I don't want to use the rings because Russell, Jorge, you know, we're talking about rings and Jorge is better than Jordan. <laughs> like, no, no. I mean, rings do help, but I don't know. That's just. I think undisputed wise, uh, that's just 
the end of the discussion or to answer my answer your question that took me a while to answer, but undisputed. I think Jordan's is going to be the GOAT forever. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Unless unless someone else comes along. <laughs> someone I, I don't, someone No, I, I don't think anyone is gonna be remotely close to what Jordan did. No, no, no. Never say never. There's a lot of basketball left to play, you know? So I mean, yeah, basketball. Especially in our forever. lifetime. You know, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we'll we're gonna see. No, nah, there has to be a new go in, in our lifetime. You know, only being oh, what tw- 22, 20 in the next 20 years, you don't think someone could come along and you know dominate. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, hey, possible. In, in it's your, possible in your lifetime. You've been around since 2000, yeah. <laughs> um, who's your go? And you know, we can't see Jordan because we never watched Jordan play. In the 2000s, who's the GOAT? 2000 to 2022. In your life, Stan, who's, who's your GOAT? Can't see because you, you haven't watched him play. Someone, somebody watched play. My GOAT is, is Kobe. Okay. Okay, we're on, we're on the same page. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I guess we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I did want to touch on, you know, before we end up, I did want to touch on Kyrie yeah. Irving. Yep, that's fine. Um, about how... Uh, the New York mandate has been lifted, so Kyrie Irving is allowed to play in home games. They did have a home game yesterday. Um, you know, Kyrie had a few comments, you know, said he couldn't wait. He was very excited, said how he didn't sleep much. Um, they did unfortunately lose to the Hornets. Kyrie did not have the best, the best, <clears throat> the best game. He shot six of 22. Um, it wasn't really the best showing that, you know, we were expecting, but um, what does this do for the season, for the net season, um, you know, going into the playoffs, you know, now he can play the rest of the games. I believe they have seven, seven games left. So, you know, they'll get the reps in still missing Ben Simmons. But uh, what do you think this does for the Nets? Tough. Um, obviously, it's going to help him with having Kyrie back fully, permanently. Um, it came at a clutch time. Playoffs coming up. They're going to make playoffs. You know, came at a clutch, clutch, clutch time. Um, does it change my prediction of conference final? No. Um, I still have Philly uh, or Milwaukee. Mostly Philly, though. But obviously, I know, I know it's going to change your mindset because you have Brooklyn at the beginning, and I think – now with Kyrie back, it's I think it's solidified it. So obviously it's gonna help him. Seven games left. It's gonna help him make that final push for top seed, finishing the top three position. Um and especially the playoffs, because they, they're definitely gonna need someone to hold the run, you know, hold the rock and run the rock every every uh possession. So um Kyrie coming back definitely will help Brooklyn. Definitely going to help Durant with chemistry wise. Going to get him, I think, excited and pumped up for the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I I just think with a player with with his caliber, I think it just brings that energy with the team and it brings up everyone's energy on the team and whoever's playing to have that guy back and knowing that you you can trust the ball. And someone else saying it's also going to give the pressure off Durant from having to take every shot and clutch time. You know, you can pass off to Kyrie. So, 
Um, perfect timing. Obviously, coming back to playoffs is going to help him out a lot. I just yeah. don't see it. I, I don't think it's going to change my prediction. What about you? Uh, definitely, you know, helps them out, makes them stronger going into the playoffs. I'm, I am a little worried about, you know, the team's style, just the way they, they've been playing the last few games. They, they're very hit or, hit or miss. Um, you know, when Kyrie and Durant are on, sometimes it's still not enough for them to win. Um, we saw that game where they dropped, I think it combined like 72 points and they still lost. So they didn't have Seth Curry that game. And he is a, you know, a big contributor to their offense. But it, it looks like if Durant and Irving don't play, you know, spectacular, they're, they're not going to win. And But with Kevin Durant being as great as he is, you, you always have a puncher's chance. So I think they're still going to be a tough team to beat. I don't know if Ben Simmons will come back in the playoffs. I, I, I really don't know. Um, he'll obviously make them better. And, yeah, if anything, I'm just really waiting to see what the playoffs hold. Um, the matchups all look crazy regardless of the seeding. So it, it's going to be it's going to be very fun, very fun this year. Yeah, it's also, you know, if whoever is a Nets fan out there, you have some, you can, you can breathe. Kyrie says he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. He's not going to leave Durant by himself. So the future for the Nets looks bright again, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I, I don't have to worry about him. Uh, my team is in the West. So I don't have to worry about them unless it comes to playoff time. So um, that's if if you even make the playoffs. To be honest, um, it was a big game against more New Orleans, but mm. we lost. So um, we are currently one one game above San Antonio for the plan. Um, so and one game behind New Orleans for ninth. So, do we make the playoffs? No idea. Um, <laughs> that would be uh, a first, I think, in a while. I mean, obviously, LeBron's missed the playoffs. I think a couple of times, not not too often. You don't you don't see LeBron miss playoffs ever. So, um, do I see us winning? If we're playing like this. If you can't hold the lead, then no. Um, Spurs look good. You know, Dejounte Murray's an All Star. So, I don't know. I don't see us. You know, the, we, we have some games left to do something. So uh, the, it's tough being a fan right now. You know, we, we, we just lost two straight. Spurs have won three in a row. So uh, I don't know. We does not look promising for us. So, but the West looks crazy. And look at the Saints right now. Uh-huh. Seven, seven seed. Minnesota is 43 and 33. Um and that's the seventh seed. That's how crazy the West is. Uh, Denver is sitting sixth right now. You think of Denver. Denver's a good team. You think about it. 44-31. Utah's sitting fifth, 45-30. Dallas is fourth, 46-29. Golden State's third, 48-27. Memphis is 52-23 at second. And Phoenix is 61-14 at first. So... Um, any team that's from eight to ten, I don't think I think we're done to be honest. There, um, if I could make a prediction right now, you know, I said we were gonna make plans, I don't think so. 
I don't think we make playoffs. I don't think I don't think we make the playoffs this year. Um, and if you don't, you're, you're going to see a lot of new changes. Is not a lot of new changes and faces in the Lakers organization next year. If it's from the starting five, the bench, or the management, so you know, if San Antonio wins it, makes it in, good for them. Um, that's where LeBron's off the go. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think we're making the playoffs. Uh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> we, we, we've lost two in a row. We, no playoffs, we, yeah. We, I... we blew it. No, you'll make you'll you'll make the playoffs. So you'll you'll I mean you'll make the play in, and then from the play in, you know it's a toss up, right? So I don't I don't even know. To be honest, I don't know. You know, San Antonio is they're on hot trigger now, so we'll see. But uh, I don't know. I think sleep. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. sleeper from the east is Chicago. Sleeper from the west is Memphis. Those are my sleepers. Chicago, maybe in Boston. Memphis, maybe in Boston. Yeah. I'd say yeah, Boston and Memphis. Okay, yeah, that's uh, it's it's, it's going to be exciting playoffs coming up. You know, right after March Madness is done, we have playoffs, so or play-ins, I'd say. So that's that's going to be fun to watch. Um, it, you know, it's just a great time for sports. Canada made a World Cup. Playoffs coming in for basketball. Um, Premier League's coming down close. Um, it's just a great, great year and great time for sports. So um, I think that's uh where we're going to end off today's episode um, on that, on that high note, great day for sports, great day, great month, great year. Um, looking forward to it. Um, Lakers are dog water, but it's okay. Um, I think that's going to end the episode. Yes, I've sir. been your co-host, Jackson. I've been your other co-host, Michael, and we will see you next week for episode 21. Take care. Yes. Take care.